was going to say, was it a male or a female dog? It's a boy dog. So you had a cock of balls, the twig and cherry? No. Twig and cherry. Mm. So there was nothing, there was nothing there, it was just clean? No, because it's it's not a sexy fairy costume like you like. It's just like a normal I'm saying cock and balls were sexy, Pat, and I think we're going down a different route here. I'm you're just talking saying, about fairies. This is just a costume. I mean, they can be. Well, it depends what you're into, Andy, if you prefer your dogs with cock and balls. It's... Why is Dan talking about fucking a dog? I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about fucking a dog. Jesus then Christ. Then why do you want to know if it's got a dick? I just asked, did it have a dick and balls? No, because but, it's I mean, he's talking about this, but... Uh, Earlier, he was talking about Brody's pointy granny nipples. So That's, yeah, he's been. We haven't even started yet, and he's. I know. How am I the one talking about this shit? I don't know. You when, tell us, because you're the one talking when, about it. Hang on. When slow down. When to quote someone? <laughs> oh, you brought it up. You fucking brought it I up. I like that we've all got them. our podcast voices on, and we haven't actually started. <laughs> <laughs> we have. This is yeah. We've synced. This is all staying in. Yeah. Believe me. Cock and balls. <laughs> yeah, Dan turned on his I'm doing a bit voice. <laughs> oh, I'm Dan. I'm doing a bit. Hello. Welcome to uh, episode. <laughs> 145. Thank you. Didn't need that, but thank you. 145 on the usual Sussex podcast. My name is Dan. I'm new here. I'm joined by Andy. Hello. Sorry, I was quite far away from the microphone. Then I had to lean forwards to get to it. He was relaxed in his chair with his hands behind his head, like he's on holiday in his Hawaiian mm. shirt. Probably stinking up the place with those armpits, right? Jesus. Oh. Mate, it is sweltering in here. Unbearable. Pe- Penny's also here. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> it's that time again. It's your favorite time of, time of year for the podcast when we complain about the heat and how hot it is. And yeah. it's always one of my favorites where we're just like, fuck this shit. We're 10%, maybe 20% more angrier than we would be. That's why I always like summer. Always leads to fun content because we're just pissed off at each other because it's too hot. <laughs> yeah. We don't know where to channel it. Yeah. Literally before starting, well, I said, let's make this an hour and a half, not two hours because it's too fucking <laughs> it's hot. Too hot. Yeah. <laughs> let's not do it long, please. And that might be the case for many moons to come i've had all the windows open all day so i'm all right right now so we'll see okay that's good so you don't mind so if you have the do you still have the windows open right now as we speak uh i don't have the one in here open because of the seagulls in the car park but the other the door and the window to the flat is open i was going to say you're giving free podcast content early access to the the people at that end and i would take some Um, i don't think they could hear me from this high up to be fair Maybe mm, my neighbours. Penis, of course, in the penthouse, so. <laughs> no, the, I'm not the top. Penthouse just... pen. I'm not the very top, I'm just below the top. I am, I'm, I'm just below. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Penthouse pen. I, I wish I could afford one. I didn't one. even know that. That can be your gamer name, your gamer tag. Why don't you call your Twitch name that? Fuck it up. Because I don't live in a penthouse. I don't want to lie to people. Everyone lies Maybe on the Maybe when internet. I'm a famous streamer and I've got loads of money. Then you'll lie to them. Okay. Yeah. That's, That's what most streamers do, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, then I'll get a penthouse and it won't be a lie anymore. Okay. And then you just sell out. Always. <laughs> Today is our film out of the hat. We're talking about Goodfellas. Not the pizza. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to be doing a lot of Italian today, and I don't care if you get offended by it because it's just a joke, but I'm going to be doing a lot of Italian. And Are you going to do the hand movements the entire 
45 minutes or whatever it is. You're a good fella. Bubbly booby. Bubbly. No, that's that's what I said. They should have called it average fellas. Oh, you're a don't. Wow, he's just. He's literally just teasing us. He's just. He's grabbed. He's grabbed the shaft, and he's. Oh God! <laughs> I've cut the balls. <laughs> he's cut the balls. Oh, he's ready to they go. are too warm. <laughs> literally, you we were two, talking about balls. We were talking about dicks and balls beforehand, and that's just what. The uh, no, no, no! About. You were talking about. Mm. And why were we talking about it? This is our big moment. Why were we talking about <laughs> dicks and balls, Ben? Because you asked me a weird question that made no sense about something else. That's why. Uh, and and that was referring to <laughs> so i didn't watch anything this week everyone because i was at download festival in donnington it was the 20th anniversary four days in this fucking heat and dust beautiful weather headlined by bring me the horizon slipknot and two in my opinion unnecessary sets by metallica <laughs> One's not big enough. <laughs> I heard they were quite good sets. I don't know. I didn't watch them, to mm. be fair. I only know like four Metallica songs. If you think thinking I'm sticking around for two sets to maybe hear. I've seen them before anyway. I'm not not fast, to be fair. I had a lovely time. What a big dog. Mm, what a big, big speaking, dog. Speaking with, of big dogs, Pen, what did you get up to? With big bollocks. I know. I took some pictures and I saw some bands and I ate some overpriced This is her bit. Food. This is her doing a bit. She's building up to it. You know what I mean? It's just, oh. Go on. Yes. I also did one of the most insane and ridiculous things in my entire life. You shot on the floor like a dog. I don't think that's that insane, to be fair. Oh, okay. Fine. Have you never had to poop in the woods? Have you never been to a festival? <laughs> I've never had to shit in the woods I've at a never sh- Yeah, I've never shat in the woods. I don't know if I've ever shit in the woods. I don't I've think so I've never been either. to trees, though, to be fair. So. There's always no, been there's... a toilet facility nearby. So. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Or Reading in the early 2000s was a bit of a, oh, it was a, bit of a dark time. <laughs> it's before my time. Yeah, so for people that don't know, I need to find my plushie as well. He must be in the cupboard somewhere. Download has a mascot, which is a red, I believe, I actually haven't checked this out, uh, pit bull called the Download mm. Dog. He's a, I'm yes. nodding, he's a pit yes, bull. I have, yes. I have a little plushie of him. I've had my picture taken with the Download Dog over the years. And this weekend, just gone, I got to be the Download Dog. And not only that... I was murdered by one of my favourite bands that we've mentioned before, Ice Nine Kills, on stage in front of like forty to 50,000 people. The people were craving it. Mm. Main, main stage. Main, mm. Yeah, main stage. There are, there are videos on YouTube. There was a <laughs> lot of press about it everywhere, featured in Kerrang. I am, uh, there's a picture of me in Kerrang. What was that other one? Aren't I like a top six standout moment? Yeah. Or something I sent you guys. Everyone got to see you being Dan in Dan hasn't seen all of these. <laughs> <laughs> you brought this up, Daniel. Your top six standout moment. According to... What magazine was it? Emma sent it to me because it's just fucking ridiculous. And it doesn't get any less ridiculous the more I watch the video. Whynow.co.uk. I was one of their six standout moments. Spencer also mentions me in the first two minutes of his interview with Rock Sound. Technically. He mentions the dog, but I yeah, was in the dog. He doesn't go, oh yeah, and Penny was in the zoo. He says, well, yeah, I got he to knew. kill the download dog. He knew, I, he knew 
after the show, before the interview, because I spoke to him. <laughs> so yeah, Dan's mate. Yeah, go on. All the questions. Get get out of your system. I know. What I, was I, it like to be in the dog? Hot. <laughs> I bet, oh, I bet it was. It was. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, it was. That worked so well. I got slaughtered <laughs> and straddled. It was. Um, That's a working. It was a cool um, memory. Whilst in the dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing is, the <laughs> the dog is usually taller because <laughs> originally the plan was they wanted to decapitate the dog, <gasps> so they needed someone shorter in the costume, hmm. which is where I but came. Then they would have seen your face. No, because the costume, if you if I wore the costume kind of properly, the neck would come up over my head, uh, which was kind of why I got it in the first place. And then they changed their mind. And then everyone else was like, it's too fucking hot. I don't want to do it. You do it, Pen. <laughs> so did you have to hold the head whilst no, you were in the dog? No. While I was in it, it was fine. So yeah, in the end, I just get, I get stabbed. Okay, so the song is called Shower Scene. It is based on the movie Psycho. So mm. usually a lady gets stabbed behind a shower curtain because a few people that saw the video didn't understand why I was wearing a robe and carrying a towel because they didn't know yeah, the song. I thought that too. Yeah. And I immediately yeah. was like, is she... Either she's sweaty under there and she just needs the emergency towel just in case, or... I wouldn't have been able the, to get to me with the towel in that case. You, you tried You tried your best. You seem to be wiping your arse <laughs> a lot on the video from what Only I once. <laughs> I wanted to do like the behind the butt mm. rub. You it know, was a you floss. Have... There was a good old no, floss. No, it was the towel on. wasn't long enough to floss. I wanted to. Mm. You know, when you like have it either side and you wiggle your butt on it, the, the towel wasn't yeah. long enough. Like a swing. Yeah. Mm. But I couldn't, I couldn't mm. do that. I just had to, so I had to pretend to be having a shower. So I was swinging the towel around and like washing my armpits and my butt and stuff. Mm. And then, uh, then I got stabbed and I had to kind of put my hand up. It's like, a, ah, but then also hold the head as I fell down. <laughs> And the Oscar goes to... <laughs> oh, man. There's some videos where just everyone was cheering when I came out. Mm. And I saw another one on Twitter and someone was like, no, not the dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, but the thing is, I couldn't see anyone. I could only see Spencer, which is not a problem. You weren't complaining about. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. He is very, very good in character. <laughs> he, he's a very nice, sweet man when I've met him in person. But boy, is he angry on stage it's great he's very good at what he does <laughs> and then so i was supposed to fall to the floor and just be dead until someone came and got me but then apparently spencer got carried away and decided to straddle me and stab me some more well, yeah it was um good old stab. it was excessive i mean you were you were dead before then mm. I, yeah technically uh you know you, you were dead to many people's eyes in that audience <laughs> I've I've got a slightly more personal question. I think I can't keep a straight face with it. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Given that in the past when we have watched films where dogs die, you've been very upset about it. It's called <gasps> yeah. Alone. Mm -hmm. oh, and obviously Andy. Urban Legends you gave an 8 even though a dog gets blown to smithereens. Oh, Are you yeah, turning God. a new leaf? Are you now into sort of dog aside? Is that no, word? because she's a hypocrite. <laughs> no, because it's not a real dog. Oh, oh, and they were. You could say that none of the dogs in Isle of Dogs were. Exactly. Right. Oh, that's true. Oh. What do you have to say for yourself now? I think it's different when I'm pretending to be the dog. 
Oh, when it's me, when it's all <laughs> yeah. about me, it's all right. But do when want, it's only anything do you else. Want someone, I was, do you want some more name dropping? Should we just fully go into this as well? As I came off stage and uh, took the head off, got a little wave from uh, the um, David Draymond from Disturbed because he was standing there watching. And then he's a big dog lover as well. Yeah, is and that then the Waka Aka guy? Yeah. Can you do it? Can you try okay. to do it properly? Waka Aka. Waka Waka. He's not Fozzie Bear. No, that's what he sounds like to me. I'm going to be the very neutral in all of this. So yeah. here we go. It sounds like it. And then two days later, Corey Taylor from Slipknot thought he knew me and said hello. I've never met him, so I don't know who he thought I was. Maybe he thought you were the download dog. Yeah. Because yeah, he wouldn't have seen me. I fucking love the download dog. So do I. Really I, I miss need him. To, yeah. You wait, that picture's mm. going on my wall. It's going to be amazing. Pen. There's pictures of me being stabbed and all sorts of things. No, it's the download dog got stabbed. <laughs> I'm a Not part you. of download history Enzo now. she's got no pictures on her wall. She's got oh. no pictures on her wall, but the only picture that will ever be on that <laughs> wall is of herself. It's just a herself. <laughs> but you won't know it's me because it's the download dog. There's going to be a fucking shrine to herself. Oh my That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I also oh, got a plectrum from Ice Nine's guitarist. Mm. Well, it sounds like a lovely day out on the, uh, where is it, Cumbria? Derby. Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Oh, sounds like a lovely time. On, yeah, on the, it was. It was wonderful. Lots of good bands. Glad it didn't rain, but it was very, very hot, as we know. So, do you see? Uh, did you uh, witness any tents on fire or any um, anyone no. falling over themselves, falling into directly into a tent? Or no, because I wasn't camping. I don't camp. Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're not like the normies. I forgot. No, I'm working, mate. I'm mm. in guest. And then I went back to my lovely friend Abby's house and slept in a bed and had a shower. How can you say you went to a festival and you, haven't, and you didn't go into uh, a tent? I worked at a festival. They are very different Yeah, but things. you got to get, you got to, in some cases, directly linked to the dog. You got to have that, that shower afterwards to really feel the relief afterwards mm. of having the sweat of the weekend. Yeah, I don't All have to do yourself. that in a field. I did that in a normal shower. Okay. You said I had to have a shower after the door. I don't have to go camping to go to a festival. I know, but it's like, I don't know. I'm working. Half the experience. Is that what you're suggesting? It's like going, it's like going to the cinema and oh, I don't know. Dan, you can, tell, you can tell you've only ever Not, done a festival one way. One day you'll understand. No, I have stayed. <laughs> Fuck, I've done one day festivals where I've stayed in the hotel at the same time. But I'm just saying. No, no, no. Don't, you need, don't. you know, four four days with nice toilets in the guest area. We get the bus to the second stage. We get all the photographers get put on a bus and then they give <sighs> us a lift back. Well, that press tent is sweaty as fuck. But other than that, there's, there's only, there's, I don't, I did all those festivals when I was 18 and saw blokes shitting onto paper plates and setting Great. tents on fire. I'm done. I'm okay. old. Oh, okay. None of that anymore. All right, well, I'll go next year and I'll fucking shit on a plate and <laughs> burn a tent down. In the press area. Literally saw, literally saw a man do that already In once. the press area. <laughs> <laughs> See how you like that now. Oh, well, that sounds great. I would like to talk about something because it was recommended to me. Not really recommended, let's put it that way. Oh, I've remembered the other thing. Yeah, go on. I watched The House That Jack Built. You did. Which was a film that's... Penny watched? Are you both mm-hmm. watching? I remember. No, just me. No, just Penny. And I was very cross about it because it was very long. And you were very cross about it. From what I can remember, you didn't really recommend it to me. You sort of just went, go out, watch it and see how I felt about it. 
kind of thing. Well, we did decide um, it was kind of a Dan film, and then I was intrigued to see what you'd think. But then I also assumed that you'd do what we all do and go, "Oh, I'll watch that," and never do it. So I'm impressed you actually managed it <laughs> for once. I watch stuff. I've watched other recommendations. Yeah, but usually we go, "Oh, yeah, 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 that sounds good. I'll watch that." From like whatever someone else says, and then we just never get around to it. Okay. Too busy. Yeah. We need to watch different things, otherwise we've got no content. That's just us yeah, talking exactly. about Ted Lasso every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I still haven't finished. Um, Grow through series two now, if anyone's asking. Well done. <laughs> so, I to give people context in case they don't, uh, haven't heard. Uh, if anyone knows of a guy called Lars von Trier, he's a decisive. <laughs> director, writer, whatever he may be. I normally wouldn't bring this up, but Dan has picked the wrong words. And although Lars von Troyer is indeed decisive in his decision-making, the word he means is divisive. It occurs quite a lot in the following segment, so I will be replacing it accordingly. Thank you. He made this film, and it's a film about a serial killer, because of course it is, because Penny watched it. Uh, it was a thinky it, horror, thank you. It's a film about serial killer that takes place over 12 years and there's a, it goes into kind of details of, I think it's five specific killings that, um, from what I can remember. Something like that. That he, that kind of shaped him, aka Jack. First off, positives, Matt Dillon's great in this. Mm. He's really, really good. And he's very he's, unlikable, isn't he? In a good he's way. He's super unlikable, yes. <laughs> I kind of like the fact that he played sort of like the same character, but he was because it was different eras mm. and he without spoiling too much he kind of changes the way he looks in a lot of the eras and stuff he i don't know if he well, i'm say he changes character that much but he kind of mm. does in a way because he's a serial killer and he sort of like acts a certain way in front of people because he's a serial killer yeah and then he acts a completely different way when he does the serial killing but that way I don't think this film is terrible Pen. I don't think this film is great I don't think it's terrible I think I think and it's I, I don't like saying that but I think if you if you know you're going into a Lars film mainly the fact that most of his films have been like mixed reception a lot of people don't like him he said those things at Cannes that got him banned about the Nazis oh yeah etc etc oh, yeah <laughs> yeah do you not yeah, mm -hmm. he, he said, so after, I think it was after this film came out, even in this film, even the film itself has a lot of Nazi stuff in there mm. that is kind of related to comments that he said at Cannes. Go watch it on YouTube if you haven't seen it. It's very awkward. Kirsten Dunst Kirsten is next Dunst. to him. And she's yeah. about to fucking just run away so quickly. So yeah, he's a very, he's a divisive guy. And the film, I can, it's a very divisive film. I think first half of it, interesting enough. Mm. And I think, like, I like the premise of, and I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but he's, he's an OCD serial killer. I don't know if we mentioned that, but he's, like, he's got OCD. Yeah. And because he has OCD, there's kind of a dark humor to it, a little bit, where, for example, if he goes in and tries to kill someone, then he gets worried that he hasn't cleaned up as well. Um, as serial killers scene. should, if you want to be exactly like yes. successful, I guess. Yeah. So he, he, he's more, he's more like, 
he focuses more on the actual cleanup job than he does on the actual, you know, actual killing, killings themselves in some ways in the film and stuff. It's, it's just one of those films that's going to be divisive. I, th- I think there's some parts that I do like about it, but there's also like some randomness, especially towards the end. There's like that, there's a, there's a kind of a, an ending that sort of ends it, it, with the film and there's kind of this build up to it. That I sort of get, I get the message he's trying to put through, Lars. But there's also times where I'm just like, okay, <laughs> and kind of huffing and puffing. And it is two hours thirty. I, and I don't re- actually, I don't really care about the the length time on this one because it it was still kind of like watchable in some ways. So I, I think it's very middle of the road. I think it's again, it's it's a Lars film. It's going to divide people. It's uh, it, it's certainly not one that I would say it's like even though it is kind of like a Dan film and I can see where you're coming from with this, I don't necessarily like it. I think it could mm-hmm. have been executed a lot better. Yeah. But at some point in the film, it just goes a bit like... Bonkers? Ah, okay. It is a bonkers film, yeah. There it's is that one wanky. scene as well. Uh, it, it depends what you like. Like, it, it, it's... There are... You're going to either... This film will either offend people... Because some of the scenes are like fucking hell, and there's the one be... scene with the woman and her kids. Ooh. Yeah, that's the one that a hundred people I think walked out in Cannes Film Festival when that happened. I think that's the one that bo- they booed during that scene. It was real. Yeah, that one lot. is. That one is that. That is a lot, and but like the the, the irony of the entire film, and I'm trying not to spoil it, is that it's all about art. Weirdly. And how we look at art and how we may see it in one way and and how others might see it in another way. And ironically, that kind of sums up the film itself. And I think that's what Lars is trying to put in his own kind of egotistical way. He's, he's like, quite you look at this as Nazis guy. and I look at this as art. Exactly. Yeah. So his the, the film was built in with a message to kind of say, I know you're not going to like this, but this is how I view art, essentially, in a, in a way. And yeah, it's, it is, it's very, it's a film that's very much filled, filled with like commentary from himself trying to communicate to the audience, like, hey, by the way, I know this is bad, but look at that kind of thing. So um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, I wouldn't watch it again, but it's, it's fine. I didn't hate it. So. There you go. There we go. Now I've watched it for you. Okay. The other thing I watched, changing very, <laughs> changing gears very, very quickly, is a film that came out this year, and it might be one of the greatest things I've ever watched um, this year, at least. It was very we close. We went to Neil Breen last week, maybe. But we did, yes. What, what if I told you, right, there was a film that came out, remember, it's this year. Okay. <laughs> I need to... I need to preference that very mm-hmm. um, heavily, bluntly. Would you just out of interest? Would you watch a? Would you watch an action? Or not? Slightly horror, slightly um, action, slightly horror, religious film about satanic people from hell. Stealing the DNA of Jesus Christ so that they can resurrect him in 2023 so they can fuck him and oh. have a baby with him. 
Yeah, probably. Uh, depends who's in it. But maybe. Sounds like a bit of me. <laughs> Definitely sounds like an Andy film. Especially when you said they want to fuck Jesus. <laughs> well, I have the film for you. There's a film that came out this year called The Devil Conspiracy. Mm. This is a medium budget film. It's not a low budget film. It looks all right. It's got CGI in it. It looks all right. It's not a low budget, one of those low budget films that Dan likes because it's hilarious because it's low budget. It's medium budget, five million, decent budget. And it's a film about religion. And it's a and film. Zombie Jesus. And it's a film about how one day uh, the Vatican, and uh, just going on our uh, theme of Italy, this is very much set in Italy, but in a different kind of way. The the people in Italy have recovered fragments of Jesus Christ's DNA from his robes or oh. clothing. I can't remember exactly. It's when I he just was, assumed it was like a hairbrush or something, but that's because I watched too much true crime. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be something small, but it's like a big cloth, basically. Finds. And they're like, oh, now we found some. Yeah, and I think it, from what I remember now, this was like a couple of days ago, but from what I remember, it's when he was crucified. It was the cloth that he was wearing mm. when he was crucified. I think they would have checked that earlier. It's been a while. With the blood on it and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So they That is have, a real thing. Like, they think they found yeah. it relatively recently. And I can't oh. Remember oh, okay. But it is a real oh, thing, the cloth it, it was The, sh- the shroud's bullshit, though, isn't it? The shroud that you're in, they, they myth-busted that, I think. Not actually. On Maybe it's the Shroud of Turin I'm thinking of. I, uh, I don't might, know. Yeah, I think it is. Is it bullshit? Yeah. Um, I, think I, they, I think they reckoned it was someone else's face, the guy that made it. I, I did mm. actually watch a thing on it, but a very long time ago. I think they think it's bullshit, possibly. Hmm. Well, anyway, so that that's on display, uh, essentially, for everyone to see. And thank, for some reason, Lucifer <laughs> <laughs> comes back. Because he, um, they're trying to steal the DNA, and there is a bunch of um, wait. Is the devil trying say, to steal the DNA as well? Does he want like a so, baby oh, Jesus? This film, okay. This film's amazing. Like legitimately, <laughs> I had so much fun with this film. It is reviewed. It's twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. It's slightly. It's like a forty or it's a fifty one audience <laughs> score on Rotten Tomatoes. It does say a cult um, steals the shroud of Turin for wicked yeah. purposes. So basically. Uh, uh, it's a it's a film about angels and 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 devils and demons and stuff essentially but it's set in present day where the angels and demons basically arrive in present day because the satanists want to steal the 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 Mm -hmm. basically jesus's dna to clone him okay the satanists are all professional doctors <laughs> or pro- professional what's the word for uh, dna kind like of like a forensic work with DNA? scientist biologist is it biologist yeah probably yeah. but they're, they're all from a company that's that's like, like that's uh that's some good coincidencing there isn't it it is and uh, the film the film's amazing i like i, I want people <laughs> to watch i i think i don't want to say too much because i think i'm going to talk about it in like um this is not the greatest film in the uh, greatest script in the world kind of thing where i go into it in detail in weeks ahead not now but i might just do that but if you want something to fucking shut your brain off and just have a fucking laugh and you're not offended mm. or too religious in that By sense Jesus because 
because there's fucking priests with shotguns in this film and it's just it's so good it's it, you know remind me of Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter oh it literally remind me of how like this is so ridiculous but I kind of want to keep watching it's a great stupid film it it's got a, a 4.4 on IMDB which is a little lower than I'm used to yeah I think this might be this year's Moonfall. I'm I'm oh. very convinced by that. It's it's just so over the top. It's there's one scene in particular. This is the last thing I'll say because I don't want to spoil too much. There's one scene that made me laugh so fucking much, where early on in the film, all of these like Satanists are just like having a gathering, <laughs> and there's a there's couples in the audience, and it's kind of like laid out like a like an auctioneer. So there's this guy at the top mm. on like a, a stand, and then there's these couples that are in the audience. Like it's always man, woman, man, woman, man, woman, and then he goes. <laughs> We're having an auction for DNA uh, babies. So, who would like to start the bidding for baby Michelangelo? <laughs> we have cloned, oh. and they bring out a baby Michelangelo, please, and everyone's going half a million. <laughs> please tell me you've got some more examples of what babies you could have. Oh, he has that. He has a famous. I think it's Beethoven. It's, it's either Beethoven. It's a famous musician. I, I, not, I can't remember. It wasn't Beethoven death? But, so that's no good. Mozart. No, it's it's uh, it's another music. It's uh, I can't remember who it was, but they basically it's like a very short scene, but it may, is early on and <laughs> made me laugh amazing. so much. But they're literally just go cut and because it, and then it's a couple, so it's like it's they don't want to have children, but they want to have children that are going to grow up to be successful. <laughs> so they're going to bid on these babies that have the DNA of like famous people. And it's just, I just yeah, laugh my head off, honestly. I mean, that's amazing. I'm not sure that's how it works. No, because also, you know. What's well, nature Jen- and nurture? Jenny is more successful than me and we have similar DNA. Well, that's the thing. It depends how they grow similar, up. Similar, but, but not the same. Yeah. Interesting. No, but, you know, just like, oh, I don't really know if that would even work if it was a pro Like, even a, like you said, nature versus, versus nurture. I don't know if that would... Uh, Imagine if you paid half a million for a baby Mozart and then it was shit. Mm. <laughs> it was a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get refunds? I don't know. But yeah, if it's one of those films, it's like, it reminds me of fucking, I don't know, Mission Impossible with any religious film you've ever <laughs> seen with like, uh, like sci-fi sort of uh, weird special effects and stuff. There, there is also a scene where I'm convinced the devil had a metaphor for his dick. Oh, and it was the download. It was dog. quite large, and it was the download dog, <laughs> and it was quite large, and he may have done something with that thing. And I'm not going to spoil it because well, it's worth it. But I looked up yeah. the cast and I didn't recognize anyone except the guy that plays Lucifer because he was in a film with Timothy Oliphant. But other than that, I don't recognize any of those people. <laughs> I really didn't know any of them. But yeah, it's, it's, it's great, this film. It's so fucking over the top, hilarious. Just something you wouldn't expect in 2023. But I'm glad it's a thing. And it was hmm. so much fun. So uh, The Devil Conspiracy. Probably film of the year. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Oscar worthy? Maybe. I don't know. It might be in my top, in your, top three. But it's your the end of the brain's year. melted. <laughs> I'd fun. I'd give it an eight. <laughs> <laughs> but when I give films that I think are fun at eight, if I'm serious, I'll give it at like a. I'll give it a six. But <laughs> six still. <laughs> to resurrect brilliance. 
My colleagues visited Santa Croce, final resting place for Machiavelli, Galileo, Michelangelo. This Fort Knox of genetic genius stores treasure much more valuable than gold. Brilliant DNA, which until now was a puzzle that could not be solved. Today, I alone can bring these dry, old bones to life. The result? Children. You can honestly be proud of. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the risen Antonio Vivaldi. Uh, is there anything else before we delve in? A couple of weeks ago, Dan, we were just shutting down. I said, oh, John McFaul, average. And you got quite upset about it, and then we never brought it up again. Do you want to talk about it? What is this fucking therapy? Aunt Andy, therapy. yeah, like, like what is this? Um, We're in a safe space. You can, you guys can talk about are it. We? I mean, right. ish. What? What do you want? To, well, it's hard to talk about it without fucking spoiling it. I, I thought it was like this. What three and a half hours? Long? You thought it was the best one, didn't you? Yeah, I think it's the best one. Yeah, I do not think that. It's three, okay. it's three and a half hours we'll long. Agree to disagree. <laughs> three and a half hours long, and all yeah. the set pieces and action like and go on hours. for too long. Objection! I'm doing fucking okay, courtroom yeah. here. Objection! Don't fucking just bring up the oh, it was three and a half hours long. Yeah, and it fucking flew by. It did not fly by. There were seventeen okay. minutes on a fucking set of steps, and then he gets to the top. <laughs> Andy, and then that it's another seventeen am- minutes. Andy, no, that scene is amazing. Don't spoil it. That scene is amazing. Don't fucking say, oh, it's just 17 minutes on steps. Don't it's fucking say it. Every, it's like they've lent into every set piece and made everything as double the length it should be unnecessarily. And I don't and know, you what know to gain. why. And you know why without spoiling things. Yeah, but I please. still don't think they need to make it like those pieces that long. There's a bit of a fucking. Okay. I'll ask you one question. Yeah. All right. By the end of it, again, no spoilers yet. Did you have? Did you have? Did you have fun? Did you have an emotional impact? Did you oh have God. fun? Did you have emotional impact? No to both. Fucking oh. hell! All right, there's no no point fucking discussing. I what like I thought the this, uh, I think the idea the, of oh god. I think the first one is still the best one by a distance. I think the other two Why? are a bit bland. Why? And this one they've tried to he make likes it dead so. Dogs. Yeah, I, I fucking love it. I laugh every time. Clip that. Uh, <laughs> This one, they tried to, to make it too grandiose and they forgot about the important things, the things that they thought were important, they lent too heavily into, like elaborate action scenes. There are some That's, very good scenes, what? but there are some that are largely unnecessary. The whole fucking warriors bit is not needed at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want out of a John Wick film. That's what John Wick films are. Like, they're just non-stop transitioned into the next action scene. That's what they are. There's no... Keanu Reeves barely speaks in that film. I told you that. And you obviously notice. He barely yeah. speaks in four. Yeah, he doesn't I even say a lot. No, I know he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. speak much. That's not the point. That's not the thing I'm getting at. I'm not getting at the dialogue was crap. The dialogue was fine. The characters were fine. It's just the over-reliance on let's see how much action we can cram, we can cram in this. and it's just it's just unnecessary like the first one had heart and depth and this one does not have that and thus 
disappointed. <sighs> it's been overhyped I, I by th- everyone. Okay. Disappointed. I, th- I think. I think the main difference, though, Andy, is that that is the first one that is introducing the character of John Wick to people. Fair, granted, it's Keanu Reeves and he doesn't have much of a character besides he had a dog mm. and a wife. Four. Nobody ever talks about the wife. Mm. Yeah, I know. Just the dog. Four. By this time, you know, it's like the Toy Story universe. By this time, you're familiar with all the characters. You you just want to see shooty, Woody shooty, bang, bang. doing his narcissistic stuff by this point because he does it in every single film. And in this one, he does it even more so because, I don't know, maybe they, they're not going to make another one for a long time. They've made him but, indestructible. Yeah. He falls like four meters flat onto his back on glass and he then just is gets the one. up. Uh, I mean, right. I was stabbed, and I'm fine. Oh, here yeah. we go. <laughs> I'm John Wick. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I just think a lot Wick. of people have overhyped it, and I, I do not think it is as good as people have said. I personally okay. think nobody is better than this film. Oh, nobody was good. The Bob you, one. Nobody is good, but I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, I That's not what he's compare. after. I can, I can see. Yeah, the, I can like, see both points that you don't want it to yeah. be a silly action film, but after four, Dan's like. That's all I want. So I do. I can, I that's, can, I, well, that's why I went yeah, there. I can see both sides. Uh, Judge Bennett uh, yes, will rule that you can agree to disagree. Yes, ma'am. My mum and dad liked them all. So there you go. Ha! That's 3-1. That's not where I was... That's not why I said that. (laughs) Yeah, but your mum can't listen to things that involve motor fluid and... No, well, that made me uncomfortable. Vaginas. whole episode, so... Don't disrespect Helen like that. No. I'm a new favourite now. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on a minute. I'm the favourite. Goodfellas is a film from 1990. Uh, It is a film out of a hat. An Italian hat. No. It's a film... (laughs) What's an Italian? I don't know. It's I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, I wish you could all see Dan's hand movements for the next it's got a, forty-five minutes. It looks like he's cupping some tits, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it does. I mean, his own. <laughs> it's a film from nineteen ninety. This stars Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, yes. Joe Pesci, fucking yes. everyone. Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino. Lorraine Bracco. Um. What's his name? That lady, is, what was in Entourage? Yeah, the, the, what's his guy uh, from Sopranos who makes oh, a brief... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher from Sopranos. Frank, Frank uh, what's his real name? I don't Shit. know. I'm amazed I know his name's He's Christopher. He's not in it for long. Yeah, Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the Sopranos and I'm amazed I know that. Michael, Michael uh, Imperiori. Michael <laughs> <laughs> Imperiori <laughs> Chicken. Samuel Jackson, look at this. Who? Bri- oh Briefly. yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. he was. Samuel I thought he said Sonia Jackson. I was like, I think Sonia Jackson. <laughs> she's in it. <laughs> it's good, fellas. Most people know what it is. If you haven't seen it, it's like Andy. Fucking and we'll get his classic thoughts at the end. Absolute classic gangster film. One of Scorsese's best? Question mark? Maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know what else he's done off the top of my head. I can't think of anything. It's one of the best films he's ever done, made. He's done very long films. Yeah. <laughs> This That's one, this one was quite long for the nineties, wasn't it? This was uh, just over a couple of hours. What do you mean? The nineties had long films. You yeah, but not like we do now. But Titanic was like three and a half hours. No, it wasn't that long. Yes, it was. It, Titanic was, was three hours. Three, I hours. Think three hours. Have a look. Yes, it was. That's ridiculous. Google it. All right, I will do the fucking work. <laughs> do the fucking. I did some other work. We haven't started yet. <laughs> I didn't know I was googling Titanic 
runtimes. It's three hours fourteen. Jesus, I take it back. Yeah. But that's yeah. stupid. Flies by. That film drags. <laughs> that so film flies long. by much quicker that- than fucking John Wick did. I just fast forward to the fucking drawing bit. I'll be honest. Oh, with I thought you were going to say young. when they all die. Let them pause. Oh, yeah. and that bit. That bit's the fun bit. Yeah. <laughs> My mum would canceled. agree with you about Titanic. So yeah, you can you can carry on being the favourite, Dan. <sighs> the film <laughs> opens up with three men driving in the car late at night on a highway. In their car are Henry Hill. I nearly said Harry Hill. That would have been a weird. <laughs> oh no, I would not watch tangent. that. Imagine. Do you think it's Slight tangent. Do you think Harry Hill's funny? No. No, we hate him on Bake Off. He's he's on Junior Bake Off and he's awful and I hate him and I don't I really want don't him get to it open his mouth. He's terrible. I think he's fine. I've got no real Is opinion okay? of him. I mean, he, he used to be a doctor and then he sold out to do comedy. Yeah. So. I mean, if he's... Is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I'd rather he be a comedian because he's shit at that. Imagine what he was like as a doctor. <laughs> no, thanks. Well, he's more famous than the download dog. He probably is. Depends in which circles you run in. Well, this weekend, maybe not, but yeah. <laughs> he's only on fucking anyway. Bake Off now. Okay. You were on download stage, I guess. So Goodfellas, <laughs> in right? In the car. Goodfellas. Yeah, Goodfellas. In the car, Henry Hill, Jimmy Conway. So Henry Hill, played by Ray Liara. Jimmy Conway, played by Robert De Niro. <laughs> and Tommy Levito, played by uh, Joe Pesci. I just want to point something out before we start. Right at the beginning of the film, Robert De Niro is supposed to be 28 years old at the beginning of oh, the yes, film. Oh, yes, because so we have like back. a We have a, yeah. a teenage Henry and a teenage Tommy, and then <laughs> yes, we have a yeah. apparently 28-year-old. Um, I looked up. So well, could- guess how old he actually was, just... Just for fun. I think he was 38, wasn't he? Or something? 50. He was 47. Mm. Was he? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he's old as fuck. Jesus. Um, Unless I did yeah, my maths think- wrong, which I don't think I did. But yeah, he was uh, It was well old. <laughs> so for anyone who's seen The Irishman, the other Scorsese film, they've actually de-aged Robert De Niro in that film because uh, obviously technology yeah. existed. And there's a scene where they go back in time and he, they de-age him. And I think Joe Pesci as well in The Irishman. How did that look? It's it actually was all right. It's 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 obviously noticeable, yeah, because yeah. it's you don't recognize him. It, well, you recognize him, but it's like this isn't Robert De Niro now. Yeah, not anymore. But, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I guess obviously they couldn't do that back in the day. No. Technology didn't exist. I'm sure they would have done it anyway. So yeah. Uh, so Jimmy and Tommy are asleep when Henry hears a loud thumping noise. This film has a lot of monologue, by the way. So I will try and get through all that but uh, it's hard uh trying to figure out the source of the sound henry suddenly realizes they need to stop and check the trunk when they open it we see a beaten man wrapped in several bloody tablecloths and in range tommy stabs the man several times with a kitchen knife and jimmy shoots him four times with a revolver that kind of just gives you a good idea of what these two <laughs> tommy and jimmy are kind of like in this film in a way Henry slams the trunk lid shut and we hear a voiceover say as far back as I can remember I always wanted to be a gangster, a gangster. Goodfellas pizzeria oh god it's when so it, good when is it your Don Mio day um, <laughs> now who's racist I'm not racist that's just a dominant Don Mio there's a lot of food in this film and every time I watch this film just like Sopranos I want to eat pasta alright is that racist no we go back to several decades <laughs> 
we go back to several <laughs> decades and see the events that will lead up to this scene. Uh, so we go back to the 1950s where young Henry Hill idolizes the Lucchesi. I think it's Lucchesi. Family mm-hmm. crime, crime family. Uh, gangsters in his blue collar normally Italian neighborhood in East New York, Brooklyn. And in 1955, he quits school. Well, he doesn't kind of go to school. He doesn't go to school. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. stops going to school eventually uh, and goes to work for them. The local mob, which includes Polly, who, because this is also based on True Story, he's based mm-hmm. on an actual mobster called Paul. Everyone in this film is called Paul or Polly. They actually make a joke about that later. Polly's close associate, Jimmy, it's De Niro, uh, based on the real person, Jimmy Burke. And uh, they he helped cultivate Henry's criminal career. Henry's teamed up with young Tommy, and they are selling cigarettes, cartons to people, given to them by Jimmy uh, to the employees of a local factory. Jimmy likes to steal shit. He does. Crossing guard and some cops. Uh, while selling him, two detectives show up and confiscate their money and the load, arresting Henry. Tommy slinks away to tell Paulie, I believe, Somebody, Paul's yeah. brother. Henry then goes to court and is given a slap on the wrist. And they even said, well done, you popped your cherry. As in, you went to court pinched. for the first time and got out. And they clap and give him a round of applause for getting away with it. Because he, uh, he kept his mouth shut. He, yes. he didn't rat anyone out. Yes, which is a big theme for the entire film, pretty much. Yeah, Jimmy gives him a substantial award for his silence. He calls it a graduation gift and tells him that he did well despite getting pinched. Henry reveals no names to the police and learnt the two most important things in their line of work is never out your friends and always keep your mouth shut. The rest of the gang greets Henry with a joyful acceptance. And we get an introduction ba, ba, to a bunch. Ba, da, ba, ba, da, ba. That's all right. I couldn't soundtrack. not do it. Sorry. That was um, good. I just had to get that one out. Did anyone remember the gangster names as they panned around the restaurant bar and they're like, oh, that's Tommy two names. Uh, only only um, Jimmy Jimmy two times. Because he says everything Jimmy two twice. Jimmy two times because he said two twice. Yes. That was all. There was also someone. What was um, the other guy? Someone roast beef. Oh, that was later on. I wrote that down. Johnny Rose Beef. Um, Johnny Rose Beef. (laughs) They did that all in one shot as he goes through the bar and introduces um, everybody to all the different gangsters. And I think that is one of two uh, shots that are just uh, one shots. There's one later on, I believe. I thought thought Paulie looked like Barry from EastEnders and it sort of took me out of it. That's Paul Savino. How dare you? I mean, I still think I'm, he looks like Barry from EastEnders. I mean, he had that kind of... I, I guess that's... Because obviously, and I'm going back to Sopranos because I love that show, but like... Uh, <laughs> he did He did remind me... Fuck, my name's... Uh, my head's gone blank. Of... Uh, Tony Soprano? What's the real name? Tony. Thank you. I've been hearing Paulie, Paulie all the time from this film, so I've just been like, isn't there Paulie? No. Tony Soprano. Like, he, he's very Tony Soprano. Obviously, he's like the head guy anyway, and he's like... You know, whenever they, anyone needs help, they come to him and he's like, don't you worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. He's very calm and cool and collected. Um, we also get now the very famous funny how scene, yeah. which is great, where Joe Pesci decides to uh, <laughs> pretend. He's so or good maybe not. This. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's unhinged. Imagine he was like this in Home Alone. Would have been good. <laughs> I mean, he's a little bit unhinged <laughs> in Home Alone, to be fair. He wants to murder a child. Doesn't he like... Threatened to like peel his skin off or something quite something like that. 
One home alone. Yeah, he, well, like he that. bites his fingers, doesn't he? He bites Macaulay Culkin's fingers. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I guess he does. He's, yeah. But he's so good in this. So Henry, uh, Henry makes a joke saying, or, well, Joe makes a joke, Tommy, technically, makes a joke, and Henry's like, oh, you're so funny. He's like, funny how? And he goes on and on and on and on. And what I, I tell you what I really like about this is that everyone else in the fucking place are not laughing, but it's all the guys around that are just like, <laughs> like forced laughter almost with everything he says. Cause he's unhinged. He's a funny guy. kind of. <laughs> he's unhinged. And then eventually that kind of leads to like um, him getting angry with like waiters and stuff like that with the bar and things. But yeah, it's, it seems to be like everyone who's Am not I here to amuse you. Yeah. Everyone who's not in the gang and everyone else who's around that bar and stuff. Or just sort of just like, these guys are fucking oh, crazy. So, so. And then everyone else that's at the bar is like, oh, there was a funny ass. <laughs> during the, during the, the actual clown segment of that speech, no one apart from Liotta and Pesci knew about it. Oh. So that's why everyone else looks a bit uncomfortable. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually quite good then. Yeah, because oh. that it's quite awkward, isn't it? Because you're like, oh, he could he could lose it at any is second. Is he serious? He? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I love that. Henry also meets and falls in love with Karen. A Karen. Karen. Lorraine Bracco. A no-nonsense young Jewish woman. They go to Copa, Copacabana Club two to three times a week. And the site, the famous That's the other continuous one shot. Steadicam yeah. shots. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Karen feels uneasy with her boyfriend's career, but is also turned on by it. Oh. Especially when Henry viciously pistol whips her neighbor <laughs> because he came up to them in one scene when they were on holiday, I think. And yeah. he said, oh, she said, he lives across the street. And then the next scene, it's she's crying. It's like, he tried to touch me. Then he ends up going across the street, literally with his pistol. And he literally doesn't. He grabs wrist. the top of his hair and like smashes the gun mm. against his nose, like proper shattering yep. it. All one shot too, as well. That but also, fair, do you want another fun fact about that scene? Oh yeah, Ray Did you just have facts. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like it, so he just has facts. Ray Liotta's yep. mum died uh, oh. during production or filming of this, and he took it out on oh, certain scenes, including this one. When you say take it out, I don't think he actually he took out the rage and frustration. I don't think he fucking yeah. beat the shit out of him, but he certainly yeah. like, put the energy. I don't into think it. he actually broke his nose. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, she's she's sort of, I don't know how you would describe it. She's sort of naive in a way, I would say. She starts off um, as naive Karen. and then... She, yeah, I think she's she, sort of like, I can deal with this sort of Yeah, like he's just asked me to hide a gun, but it's okay because he's got a bunch of money and he takes me nice places and... She's good at ignoring yeah. red flags. I don't know why how anyone would be she good at is. that. Yes. Uh, I feel like I need to point this out just for my mum. No boyfriend has ever asked me to hide a gun. Disclaimer. <laughs> just in okay. case. Well, now that seems suspicious. <laughs> mm, now even more suspicious, yeah. Maybe it was like a Nerf gun. And she's <laughs> not even, not, not even a Nerf gun. I've got lots of Nerf guns hidden around the house. Mm. I used to have super soakers. Remember them? Yes. They were great. I used to fucking attack, like small creatures and animals with them oh are you that's almost fucking, a serial killer that's horrible vermin 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 we lived on a farm i had I nothing mean, to do did you wet the bed like quite late in life because that's the other serial killer thing if you kill animals and wet the bed that means you're gonna be a serial killer no comments are you aroused that's by your own then. mother that's another one. Oh yeah head injuries uh many 
remember the stone remember the stone thrown at my head uh, on yeah. the bicycle oh, story yeah. i told you about yeah mm, that's um, where uh, okay this all think, came from. i think we should just be a little bit worried <laughs> yeah i can't hear you uh so that's yeah he joke. does the whips and oh, i'll get it it's a bit <laughs> <laughs> stolen your bit now He's trying to, uh, uh, and then he, yeah, he, he beats the shit out of his neighbor uh, and gives the bloody pistol hot. Uh, Henry and Karen eventually marry, which involves convincing Karen's parents that Henry is half Jewish because the mother is very insistent on knowing. About That's because the, the Jewishness is passed on through the ladies. Do you know that? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had a oh. Jewish dad and a not jewish mom you wouldn't technically be jewish but that for some reason the the jewishness is in the lady bit i don't really know how to to phrase it because it comes from the mother but it's like it's not yes yeah yeah. it's the mother of yeah yeah. of the next child so if she's if her mom's jewish she's jewish and she kind of wants that yeah yeah we then at the wedding Karen gets introduced to everyone as big, obviously big families, and she makes a joke about how everyone was called Peter or Polly or Marie. If yeah, they were all married to wedding. Marie's, and their kids were called Marie. Marie. Yeah. Which is a bit much. I feel like they had other yes. Italian names they could have picked from. I mean, is, I mean is there's, there's, Paul a, there's a, a particular list. Italian name? Paul, well, Paul, Polly, obviously, yeah. I mean, Tony. Uh, yeah, but like Peter. Doesn't sound very Italian to me. Peter is Peter is kind of Tommy is definitely one, yeah. Um, like even like uh, I don't know, like um, like James. So he's, it's James Conway, but they call him Jimmy. Jimmy. That's so true, like yeah. they change it anyway. So yeah. Yeah. So if I was a gangster, You'd they wouldn't Danny. call me Dan. They'd be called me Danny. They'd probably Danny, call you Danny oh, No what? Lunch. Danny the yeah, Snitch. Yeah, I was just going to say, oh. Danny the Snitch is not a name you want. Danny No Lodge, because no, you can never we, You know how we did hacker names? Can we do gangster names? All right, on oh, Danny the... Danny the Cool. No. He plays it cool. Danny, Danny, Danny the Bit. Danny the Bit. Because he has a bit. <laughs> yeah, you can have that. Danny the Bit's Yeah. Us. Danny the Bit. Where are you? I don't know. Me? Not- I have no idea. Someone's going to have to assign me one. I'll go on oh, name. fucking hell, you're fun. You don't normally come up with your own nickname. No, I'll go on a generator. Carry on. Is Andy a is Andy a gangster name? Probably You'd not. have to be called Andrew. Andy. I think. Well, no, as Andrew, Andy. They like the E. And- yeah. So Danny, Penny, Andy, Paulie, Tommy, Henry, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Okay, yeah. It's like two syllables. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, while we're working that out, uh, <laughs> so we get to uh, later on, and Henry and Tommy. So later on, down timeline wise, uh, Henry and Tommy uh, conspire with Conway to steal much of the billion dollars of cargo passing through John F. Kennedy International Airport. So this is a long-term plan. It does come back later on in the film, but I'm just going to point it out now because the film goes in. It kind of starts off something and then comes back to a lot of things later. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to fill that gap so it's not confusing to the audience so they'll keep coming back to things. So disclaimer. They help help out with a key high, stealing over half a million dollars from the Air France cargo terminal. The robbery helps Henry gain more of Polly's trust, to whom Hendy gives a sizable cut of the haul. 
This is not related, but it is on IMDb, and it's somewhat related, <laughs> but I'll put it here anyway. However, because Henry is half Irish, he knows he can never become a made man and a full-fledged member of the crime family, nor can Jimmy Conway, who is also <laughs> Irish. That comes back a little later. Though, I'm but, really sorry, yes. but this gangster name generator is terrible. I put in Andy Joyce, and the first one I got was Rotten Fish, so I tried it again, and I got stupid-ass <laughs> Indian, so I'm going to pick a different one. Wow. No, it's... <laughs> They're just, they're just like they don't make any sense. <laughs> okay. So, in June 1970, Tommy, aided by Jimmy Conway, brutally murder Billy Bats, who looked he like... deserved it, though. Who looked like... I don't know if anyone got this. He looked like gangster George Clooney. Did anyone get yeah, that feeling? Yeah, I guess a little. He looked like... Like gangster. George Clooney looks like now. Yeah, sort of. Like, he kind of reminded me... I thought for a moment, like, gangster George Clooney. Um, he is a made man in the competing Gambino crime family. Over a simple insult, basically, Tommy and Bats have exchanges together because they haven't seen each other in a while, and they just kind of throw insults at each other. Bats is mean to... Bats is a douchebag, and he deserves it. I mean, they're both... Everyone's a douchebag in this, pretty much. That's the whole point. No! Really. Yes, everyone is a douchebag in this. Yeah, there's no such a good there's, guy. There's no good person in it. Red flags, pen. I think there's actually one. There's one good person in it. <laughs> I read Henry Hill's book and he is a douchebag, but I love Ray Liotta in this so much, so it cancels it out. He's great, but he's he's bad yeah. human. He he sleeps with a lot of people. <laughs> Just mean, saying. That's true. Anyway. They end up killing bats. The murder is a major offence that could get them all killed by the Gambinos if discovered after stopping at Tommy's mother's place for a late night meal. I love her. She's great. I think that was all improvised as well. That was not scripted. It is improvised. And it's Scorsese's mum. Is it? Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she looks like him. His dad's in it as (laughs) well. Yeah, she does. His dad's in it as well. Yeah, it was just like a, it was like a, it felt like a very real conversation that they just stuck her in and she was just like, um, you got to find yourself a woman. Like you've got a new yeah, woman every day nice where well, you settle down, you know, find and a she, nice girl. She paints that picture of the guy with the dogs. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. And they cut to, um, while they're having that, they're like, hey, who's that remind you of? And cut to the trunk. And it's <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's a body in there. So they pick up a shovel, Henry Conway and uh, DeVito go to bury Bat's corpse in a bandit field, bringing us back to the car trunk scene at the start of the film. Mm-hmm. So now we're up to date with everything that's happened. So they bury the body and then they discover later down in the film, uh, six months later, that the land has been sold and they are forced to move the body and rebury the badly decomposed body, a task that makes Henry physically sick and Tommy and Jimmy consider another simple chore for themselves because they've done this yeah times. it does go to show like how they're all technically bad guys that they are different types some have been bad guys for longer longer or, yeah like jimmy and he's Tommy, literally the bats has been buried for six months which yeah. can't be nice so like you know henry's throwing up from the smell mm. And Tommy's just like, oh, my mom's going to make like sausage and onion later. And he's like, like and they're yeah. just joking. Like, here's an arm and a leg and a wing. Just making food <laughs> jokes around a corpse. 
Over the years, Henry's friends become increasingly daring and dangerous. Uh, Conway loves hijacking trucks, and Tommy has an explosive temper and a psychotic need to prove himself through violence. At one point, he humiliates an innocent unarmed waiter called Spider, which is Michael from Sopranos. Hmm. Oh, Christopher from Sopranos. (laughs) Asking Spider to... uh, Oh, well, before we get to that, he kind of taunts him and then pulls a gun at him and accident accidentally shoots him in the foot well because he and then he has to go to a hospital he they're all spiders bringing them drinks and he's like where's my fucking drink and spider's like yeah. i didn't think you wanted one he's like yeah i did he's like oh i thought you said like i'm okay so it's a, a little bit like the do you think i'm funny scene yeah but it's he's just serious. a progression of it yeah, yeah and like yeah. this time he's serious because he's just like no i just i thought i thought you said i didn't want one and instead of being like oh no i did go get me one He's, Thank you, young man. <laughs> he takes it as a as a slight that like he's not important or mm. he's been forgotten or something like that, doesn't he? I don't think yep. he deliberately shoots him in the foot, though. I think he's trying to make him dance like yeah. the cowboy film. Oklahoma kid, yeah. That's the one. So yeah, he shoots him in the foot. And uh, a few nights later, when Spider stands up to an extremely intoxicated Tommy, I forgot what he says, he just, I think he tells him, why don't you go fuck yourself or he something? He just tells him to, yeah, go fuck yourself. He does and he's stunned himself. and everyone else is laughing, going, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and he draws his gun and shoots him about four or five times in the chest and he dies he in front of everyone. Jimmy is angry with Tommy for shooting Spider, but Tommy is completely indifferent. Kelsey asking where he can find a shovel to bury the dead man. Uh, Henry is pretty much shocked. It's the first time I think he's like, besides the whole, like, do you think I'm funny scene? But like, like now he's like totally Like that like was frozen. unnecessarily yeah. unnecessary. And he's yeah. like, mm, he's just going to shoot people over nothing. Even Jimmy yeah, is much. like, you're a fucking idiot. He's like, I'm not digging a hole. You dig yeah. it. This is your own fucking. Whereas they helped him out with bats. He's like, I ain't doing that. That's your fault fucking problem you shouldn't have done it jimmy's more like he's he's the professional like he's he's reckless but he's professional about it like mm-hmm. it, like later on he's a bit different but, but yeah. he's still professional about it but then tommy's just yeah reckless he's just gone he's cray he's gone too far like most of the time henry's marriage deteriorates when karen finds he has a mistress named janice janice uh, rossi is a whore janice rossi <laughs> She's a whore. She's a whore. Fucking bitch. Uh, Karen confronts uh, Saturday nights for wives and Friday nights for girlfriends. Mm. Ah, yes, yes. Karen confronts sleeping Henry with a gun when he wakes up. As soon as she lowers the gun because she loves him too much. Because we have... Oh, yeah, we get a monologue by her because it switched from Ray to, to her monologue. Yeah. And then back to Ray after... Yeah, because there's a monologue when they start dating. Yeah, then, that's it. And then the wedding, it's her monologue yeah. and all that kind of mm. stuff. And yeah. And she's seen it from her perspective. Like, yeah. oh, he's always out at night, but you know, he gets the job done. He comes back with money. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. As soon as she lowers the gun, Henry subdues her and screams that he's had enough. He's had enough on his mind, having to worry about being whacked on the streets without waking up with a gun in his face. Henry's visit at Janice's apartment by Jimmy and Paulie, who tell him that his philanthropine is bad for business Polly promises that he'll convince Karen that Henry is worth taking back and that Henry will return to his home in a few days in the meantime Henry will go with Jimmy to Florida to find a deadbeat who owes Polly money as I assume they are Irish Catholic right Irish Italian Catholic yeah so Catholics don't get divorced right because Paulie's like you're not Um, getting divorced yeah Yeah, so you you know you have to you have to go back yeah, they still have standards. Mm-hmm. If, you know, you don't go 
Yeah. You can't Although just we all, yeah, you like, we know that you all have girlfriends, <laughs> but you can't get divorced. And he has kids at this point. He has two kids. He does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, after beating and dangling, dangling the debt ridden Florida gambler over a lion cage at Lowry Park Zoo in Tampa. I think I've been there. Uh, Henry and Jimmy. <laughs> I don't Love know. That. I think I have. Uh, Henry and Jimmy are caught and sent to prison for four years because the guy's sister was a typist for the FBI. How can all the people in the world and we have to go find a guy who's wife? Yeah, he's not happy. There, Henry deals drugs to the other prisoners to keep afloat and support his family. They have a lovely, lovely time in prison, cooking, just making making the sauce, getting the having a nice putting too many nice onions area. in the sauce. Putting too much just worrying about how many onions thin. in the sauce. Yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a great life, apparently, behind bars for them. And when he returns to them, he has a lucrative, 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 thank you, drug connection in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were trying to say. Yeah, I had no idea. I've got like, I've got the fucking, it's like when I have, um, when you got those uh, speech tapes, you know, where you, they say the word and then you say the word back. And it's I heard like, lugative for a while. Yeah, I thought so, you were yeah. talking about a German gun. Well, and then I thought he was miss- getting onto the thing that's going to come up later. <laughs> I'm, everyone's confused. Welcome to my life. Polly warns Henry against dealing drugs since mob bosses can get a hefty prison sentence if their men are running drugs mm. behind their backs. And, and he mentions that the, we've already got heat on us at the moment. I don't need any more. So promise me you're not up to something. Yeah, but it's a lot of money. I think he already, conf- he, he, I don't know if it's at this point or before, but he confronts him as well. And he says, do you know what happened to the made man? Yeah, guy? he asked Bats. him about Billy Bats and he's like, yeah. no. Billy mm-hmm. Bats, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he's already lied to him at this stage. So. Yeah, and at this point, like, yeah. he's skin. Karen and the kids have had to move out. Or is that later yeah. on? No, is that, uh, no, that's after, isn't that's it? That's later on. Okay. Henry ignores Polly's orders and involves Tommy and Jimmy as well as Karen and his new mistress. Sandy in a elaborate cocaine smuggling operation about the same time about the same time December 1978 Jimmy Conway and his friends plan and successfully carry out a record six million dollars off screen heist from the Lufthansa cargo terminal at JFK airport that's good soon after the heist Jimmy grows increasingly paranoid when some of his associates foolishly flaunt their gains in plain <laughs> sight including a pink car. <laughs> it's, li- it's literally, I don't know if it is anymore, but it was the biggest heist in American history ever at that point. Yeah, and he's like, they already know we're fucking gangsters and they probably know it's already us. So don't, yeah. it's like all over the news everywhere. Don't buy anything fancy. And they turn up with like a pink car and a fur coat and all this yeah. shit. And he's like, what did I tell you? That's how you get what caught out. Yeah. The IRS is the one that caught Capone, wasn't it? Capone, yeah. They never fuck yep. with the tax man. And he was like, the car's in my mother's name. It's a wedding gift. And he's like, still, you're a prick. I told you not to. Uh, but because of this, he starts to murder them off because he's <laughs> starting to get a bit, uh, bit paranoid that they're going to get caught out at this point. Uh, worse, after promising to welcome Tommy into uh, Luki's family as a made man, the elder members of the family coldly shoot him in the head in retaliation for Billy Bats' death. And yeah. fucking, what's his name? Jimmy is... Devastated by this. Yeah, they think, really you know, sad. they think he's going to be a made man and nobody's going to be able to touch him and it's going to be amazing. 
And then, yeah, he just, they even shot him in the Face. head so that back his, the in head. the back of the head so that it, they couldn't have an open casket at the funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Do you know who led him in? It was Scorsese's dad. Oh. The old boy with the cane. See? Amazing. Just fucking Google today, aren't you? <laughs> Facts for days, mate. Love Facts it. for days. There's two commentaries. Um, I've got it on DVD. I watched it on DVD. There's two different commentaries on the DVD I have, and I'm pretty sure I've listened to the, both of them in my time. Yeah, so, uh, uh, like, before that, so it's... Uh, Henry was mentioning that Jimmy was so excited because he couldn't become a main yeah. man and nor could Hen- Henry. So it was like someone, part of the family, was yeah. being part of it and stuff. So it was, he was happy for him. Or... Or... Maybe he was sad because he knew... I don't know. It wasn't necessarily personal that he he was sad that he was dead. He was just like sad that he was never going to be part working for someone. No, who's I think he man. was sad because they were very okay. similar, and he was his pal. Because oh. him and Henry aren't that similar. That's true. Yeah, even when he's crying, Henry doesn't know what to do. He sort yeah, of just taps just him like, on the shoulder. <laughs> and then also like, because because he can't do anything, they were like, we literally just had to. We knew what it was. It was done by made men. We couldn't. We couldn't touch it. We couldn't, couldn't do anything. Couldn't about do anything it. about yeah. it. The murder upsets Henry, especially Jimmy, who are both expected to simply accept it and move on. In an extended virtuoso sequence entitled mm. Sunday, May 11th, 1980, all of the different parts of Henry's complicated mafia oh, career so collide. He must coordinate a major cocaine shipment, bring in a small cache of pistols to Jimmy. He refuses to take them off Henry's hands, cook a large meal for his family, placate, <laughs> placate, is it placate? Placate. The mis- the mistress Sandy, who proceeds with the cocaine he sells, cope with his clueless babysitter slash drug courier, who fucks up massively. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Lois, avoid federal authorities who, unknown to him, have him under surveillance for several months. There is also a helicopter above him all the time that he's paranoid about. And he's like, what well, the fuck? Well, because he's also on a lot of fucking coke, isn't he? As well? And he's on a lot of coke. But you can tell because his hair is a mess. And as the film goes on, his, his hair becomes more Oh, of a and mess. he just looks tired. The nostrils. And shit. As well, yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know yeah. where it was. I think it was before Tommy got whacked, but I've written, good fellas, they said the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think it's before. I think it's. He's like, oh, he was a good fella. He's a good guy. Yeah. 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 He's explaining, yeah, like what our, what a good fellow is. Just, yeah, he's a good guy. So I think it might have been, been just before, before he got killed. Yeah. 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 Because like he was seen as fella. a good fella. Yeah. You know, I love it when they say the name of the movie in the movie. Sure do. So yeah, he's under surveillance. The has been for months. He doesn't know at this point. And satisfy his sleazy drug connection customers all while a nervous wreck from a lack of sleep and snorting too much of his own products. I Lewis bet that's good coke demand- too. He would have he would have been snorting before they cut it. So he we would have been on. We do not endorse. No, drugs I mean no. I'm not endorsing podcast. it. I mean quality wise, like he's getting the stuff and then they're cutting it. So he's gonna be fucking like probably like awake for actual days rather than if it's half cut with fucking talcum powder or whatever they cut it with. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just get high on life. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a second doubt <laughs> press x to doubt lois demands that lois demands that henry take her home so that she can lois get her is a lucky prick. hat she is a prick i fucking hate lois <laughs> who needs a lucky hat she ruins everything the lucky hat wasn't even well maybe she had the lucky oh wait if she had the lucky hat maybe they would have got away with it yeah uh, anyway, i did think had that it with her <laughs> you, know, you will never know 
we'll never know. So she won't fly without it. So Henry and Lois are arrested as he's going out to the car by the police as he backs out of his driveway. When Henry and Lois are booked along with Sandy, the police bring in Lois a coke encrusted oh, equipment. Sandy is a mess, isn't she? She's she's ten times she worse than him, up. and it's just fucking. He, it looks like you've had yeah. 10 tons of icing sugar in all their stuff and it's just coke. He even says to her before fill when, the dishwasher. during that sink, fill the dishwasher. Yeah, you got your dishwasher. Because they had loads of money. They had a dishwasher. Mm. Yeah, dishwashers. That's what they're good so for. So if I want a dishwasher, coke. <laughs> you, I have to sell coke. Is that what you're telling me? I didn't say anything like that of the sorts. Just checking. What is happening? <laughs> she watches one gangster film and suddenly uh, she thinks she's fucking... She's all about that gangster life. Oh my life. gosh, she looked like a gangster. She's a good fella, you know. She's a good fella. There's a praise there, you know. You know, it's a good family. I you don't know. know what accent that is. <laughs> it's somewhere in between uh, Spain. It's it's, it's a little Eastern European in places. It's, it's Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> the great Welsh Italian mobsters. Karen bails her husband out of jail after destroying all the cocaine that was hidden in the house and getting her mother sixty thousand dollars worth. Because she thinks they're going to find it. Getting her mother to put up the house as collateral for bail money. Henry and his family are left penniless and the couple break down together when Karen admits she's destroyed the 60,000 yeah. in coke. Henry has been planning to ship when he was busted and everyone They would have found it. They would have found it. Why do you mean? <laughs> they wouldn't have it's gonna found sound it. Like, it's going to sound like fucking 12 angry men. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> you didn't find it. After Henry's arrest, Polly and the rest of the mob abandon him. Henry meets his final time with Polly, who chastised him for lying about the drug dealing. Polly gives him a few thousand dollars. I think it was three thousand two hundred for was all indeed. he's done for him, <laughs> which seems like a bit of a uh, yeah. But I feel like later on he shouldn't have got anything. <laughs> it's all he had in his pocket, I think. Imagine just having that imagine, in your pocket. You imagine having just 3,200 in your pocket. Be great, right? Imagine having 3,200 pounds, guys. In general. Yeah, just <laughs> imagine having that amount of money. <laughs> uh, and he turns his back on him. Karen meets with Jimmy to tell him that Henry has sobered up and also that Henry hasn't been revealing any vital information about Jimmy or his other mob compatriots. Before Karen leaves, though, Jimmy tells her to take a look at some stolen dresses at one of the shop fronts just just down there Karen. for, for a professional this is really like he could have done this better it's very obvious <laughs> yes it's kind of obvious yeah she becomes scared and then she sees two shady looking workers jimmy's message to karen and henry is clear they can all be unanimously eliminated if they talk about their connections yeah that was like with the Lufthansa guys wasn't it they were all just loose ends to not get caught so they were just like we don't care we'll just kill everyone yes convinced that he he and his family are marked for death Henry decides to become an informant for the FBI he and his family enter the federal witness protection program disappearing anonymously uh, to save their lives but not before he testifies against Polly and Jimmy in court there is a scene before this as well he's a rat there's a scene before this where they meet in a diner him and Jimmy oh yeah he meets mm. him in like a public place where he can see place. everyone and stuff so that and he can like, secretly next. get whacked yeah and he asks him to do a job for him, like he's back in. Oh, you yeah. know, you're back in. You, know, you never left kind of thing. And that's how he knew. He's like, yeah, he's never what? asked me to kill Sucks. anyone before. And I, he was like, I knew yeah. I would never come back from Florida alive. Yep. 
So he testifies against Paulie and Jimmy in court. He's now an average nobody. He also does this cool monologue thing where he goes from the monologue I in the do film like to that. monologue in, in the film. <laughs> I didn't like it. I thought it was oh. stupid. Oh, no, I liked the fourth wall breaking. You're grumpy today. That's great. I thought yeah, it was great. I'm too hot. <laughs> it's happening. I know. It's happening. We knew it would. He's now an average nobody and tells us that I get to live the rest of my life like a schnook. A the schnook. movie's quick final shot of Tommy firing a pistol directly <laughs> at the camera, a tribute to the final shot of the great train robbery, hinting that Henry will never fully leave a life of crime. The film closes with a full, few title cards over Sid Vicious's version of My Way yeah. that Penny loves, like showing it. what became of Hill, Polly, Jimmy... Henry's marriage to Karen ended in separation after her getting custody of her children, and, and Polly and Conway was, will spend practically the rest of their lives in prison. Polly died in prison in 1988. Conway's title card explains that he was eligible for parole in 2004, though he died of lung cancer in 1996 oh, while yeah. he was still incarcerated. And that is Goodfellas. Penny, this is your pick. What do you think? Well, I also I also check that uh, Henry Hill died in 2012. Oh, did he? Uh, oh. So Paulie, Paulie was 73 when he died. Jimmy was 64 and Henry was 69. Nice. In 1987, he was kicked out of the Witness Protection Program for doing drugs. Oh, he uh, went back in. Oh. Well, yeah, I think so they kicked him out. He also went to the... Pre- I think that and he went to the premiere of this and told everyone that he was Henry Hill. <laughs> yeah, his book is very much <laughs> like... is very... Really? It was me! Yeah. <laughs> Which... Is weird because there were still families, like there. yeah. So even if yeah. like Paulie was dead in like eighty eight, you know, Paulie had how many nieces and nephews? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's um, a bit. Uh, he also did one hundred and eighty days in prison in two thousand and five, and in two thousand and nine, two years probation. I think he had a drinking problem and things, and did all some stuff. I don't have his. I, I have read his book, and I couldn't find the one that I read, so I can't really recommend it. But it was. He also did a cookbook. Did he? Mm, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had restaurants. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he, he was a chef at one point. Oh. I fucking love this film. I haven't, I haven't seen a, I haven't seen all the gangster films, but I feel like this is a perfect gangster film. I don't know whether I like it more because it's kind of true. I don't know. Um, this is one of my favorite films ever. I forgot how much I love it. It is one of those ones. That when I used to have a TV, and it's it's not a penny film at all, really, no. it's, which is surprises me a lot. And but. I own, yeah, I own it on DVD. <laughs> yeah, like if it's on the, I think we talked about it before. If it's on the TV, not that I have a, not that I have a, like a TV with channels anymore, but you're flipping through it. I keep it on. Everyone's fucking. I watched Casino. I think we talked about this as well. I watched Casino. Wasn't really that into it. And I sort of haven't watched The Godfather, but I feel like The Godfather is mm. probably a bit more serious. This one's kind of fun. Yeah, the Godfather is 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 slower. Yeah, is a lot slower. Dry. This one is this one is. Fuck, he's so grumpy. This this one, he just chips in. Try this one is a lot more accessible. I would say yeah. to for like especially for a Scorsese film. Like this is probably I don't know if it's probably most accessible. Yeah, Scorsese film. Like he's done. I mean, Wolf of Wall Street is is oh, yeah. very yeah. good. Oh no, that's, you're yeah, right. Yeah, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, same sort of vibe, crime, yeah. real life yeah. sort of thing. I don't remember the first time I watched it, but I was probably 14, 15, 16, 17, somewhere around that. It's a perfect gangster film for me. It's fun. Ray Liotta's great. Everyone's great. Fucking 
Joe Pesci being unhinged and uh, Lorraine Bracco is also unhinged. <laughs> she's yes. she's a really good hysterical wife. I love everything about this film. Nine out of ten. Ooh. Oh, I love everything about this film apart from that Sid Vicious thing at the end because the soundtrack's really good, but not that. Is that what loses the point? <laughs> no, I don't think I'll ever give a ten. Okay. I, I don't think I could do a ten. Like, what's the perfect film? You're happy to give zeros. They're not tens. It's interesting. Yeah, but that's because they're the worst films. <laughs> but how can it be the worst film ever if you haven't seen them, the worst film ever? Well, well that's why it just gets a zero. I'm just collecting the worst films. <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. Nine. All right. Andy, you have never seen Goodfellas. No. You <laughs> are. He's you sad, enjoy but he has. a Goodfellas pizza. I do how, enjoy a Goodfellas. And funny how, enough, we had a Chicago town that night. Oh. Oh no! Controversial. That's why well, he didn't. That's, that's why, why he's saying like bad it. things about it. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't was... find the Goodfellas. They're too difficult to get hold of. Yeah, I don't think they Chicago. are actually. I just couldn't find them. I don't think they are. No, they're in your local supermarket today. Uh, not spo- not sponsor. Sainsbury's as the. Anyway, what do you think of Goodfellas, the film? Um, I mean, it was it was fine. I felt <laughs> sorry. <coughs> I felt sorry for Paulie because mm. he said. That he didn't want um, to die in prison. Henry to to get into drugs. He didn't want to die in prison. That's not how he wanted to went out, and that's how he went out. And it was sad. Yeah. I think everyone in it was quite good. The soundtrack was fine. Oh, get the story was quite interesting. Some of the shots were fine, I guess. I, I mean, there's nothing particularly that stood out. But I did quite enjoy it, and I'm not entirely sure why. And it hasn't really sat with me, but I would happily watch it again. I think it might be the best film we've watched this year, and it annoys me to say that because I don't want to give Penn the most positive host award. I don't want to be the most positive either, but this is is one of the ones... You're more concerned about your fucking awards than you are with rating a film and telling people how good it is. You fucking narcissistic... (laughs) I genuinely, though, I think this is one of those ones, like, I just assume most people that watch films have seen it. it. And it's just... And if not, it's so fucking good, guys. Genuinely. You know, if you haven't seen it. Even, like, and it doesn't... it's not good. It's not dated. Like, either, because it's set so far in the past... It doesn't matter that it's a '90s film, but I'm I oh, am glad you films. enjoyed it. This was a, a genuine one where I'm like, watch this, it's good. Yeah, it was better than I expected. I can understand the hype. I, I haven't seen The Godfather all the way through, but the bits of that I saw were very fucking bland. Um, but this was nicely paced, considering the length of it. Didn't really feel bored. Moves along swiftly. I am also going for a nine. <gasps> Yes. And again, I don't give tens, but I also don't give ones or zeros. I don't know no, what would be a ten. We'll put Scream in the hat. That'll probably be a ten. Not from us, it won't be. No, but I don't know. I just well, feel like ten people. is too much. But this is this is pretty. This is as close to a ten as I'll ever get. I think. It's well, people, I do give out tens, and I have done in the past because oh, I'm yeah. not a fucking lunatic and think nine is the highest rating you should give a film. <laughs> So I just I just think for it to be a ten, it's got to be flawless, and I think there's always something just, that can be corrected. I do, mm. but no film is perfect. Exactly, so, so that's why tens. I haven't given it a ten. 
Oh yeah. God. Then what's the point of doing a fucking raid scale? I don't because know. it's still a scale. Like I gave yeah. the the pirates film a nine because of how it makes me personally feel. I'm not giving it a ten though. All right. This is like it's whatever has been said has already been said about Goodfellas. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's great. It's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, gangster film of all time. Yes. One of Scorsese's best. I mean, De Niro's been in a fucking lot of things, but I mean, he's, uh, I mean, most Ray, De Niro, Pesci, all have been in various different mm. films. But mm. I think if there's one that I like in particular, especially all three of them, and obviously this one, but I think every single person, like Penny mentioned, every the casting is like, perfect like yeah. there is not one person that is out of to quote one of them out of whack uh <laughs> in this film or doesn't fit or anything like that um and out it's believable uh, i think that's the main thing it's believable it feels very improvised at times especially joe pesci i think it's actually improvised a lot by joe pesci especially yeah. the um yeah. his joking around scenes and stuff like that so it does feel very real in that sense um it's a long film, but it's paced wonderfully. Um, it's a lot going on. It's it's a lot yeah. going on. It's told beautifully. It's not boring. Never gets boring at any point. And I can't fault it. And because I can't fault oh, it, it's a seven. This, what if I get f- most positive <laughs> and most negative? Well, I don't know if this is going to be a new record because I can't remember if it's Parasite, Parasite or Highest. Ever go? Parasite, I think, was twenty. I'm going to give this. I'm not going to give it a ten, but I will also give it a nine. Nines, so across, nines the across the board. Nine, nine, nine. Everyone. I don't think we've got the hat scores on our sheet from that far. Back, and I, have we? I don't know if that ties Parasite or not because I gave Parasite a ten. You did. I don't know what you guys... I think one of you gave it an 8 and one of you gave it a 9. I don't so think... it could be tied, if that's the case. Then. I'll, um, uh, oh, no, I'll we go haven't back got... and listen to them at some point. We'll find out next week. Your name had a 26. We'll find out next week. So that is the next closest one. What else? Nightcrawler had okay. 26. So it might just be Parasite. That beats all of them, then. Yeah, well, that's it's a new, it's a new contender yes. for one of the best ones we've ever watched. So there we go. Oh man! Anyway, good fellas. Even if you don't like gangster movies, because it's it's just bellissimo. You need to watch it. It's 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 definitely like one of those like top twenty films to see before you die, kind of, or even like top fifty. I'd say it's number eighteen in the IMDb top one hundred. Yeah, it's just so good. Anyway, enough of positivity. Let's (laughs) see what's pick one of my shit films. What happens in two weeks' time? Oh, it's so nice to give out nines across the board. (laughs) Oh man, it's been a while. When you wish upon a star, it's an Andy film. Mm. Made, yes, Penny. <laughs> mm? I just laughed. What? Why? Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't. Have, that was a no. laugh. I don't know. I just I made a noise. I don't you, know. You squeaked. You just made a noise. You don't yeah. know. Fuck's <laughs> sake. What am I working with? I don't know. Here? You said it was an Andy film, and I don't know. Something. I don't know. It's like I mean, working with a dog from Download. Fuck could hell. go one of two ways. It's a James Gunn film. Oh. We will be watching in two weeks' time a film I have seen, but I'm very certain Penny has not seen. 
film mm-hmm. called Super. I've seen Super. We talked about it very Have early you? on in the beginning of the podcast. Oh, I didn't know if you saw it. Oh. That was the kid in the balaclava, right? It's Kick-Ass. That's Kick-Ass, yeah. No, not Kick-Ass. What was the one with the kid with the superpowers? Who's the kid that wears like the ratty balaclava and has What are you talking about? about that? That's what I'm trying to... What was that film? Oh, oh Brightburn, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe I haven't seen Super. I don't think you have. It's got Kevin Bacon in it. I actually, I don't think I have, which Kevin is weird because it's Rain got Kevin Wilson, Bacon in it. Elliot Page. Oh, no, I don't think I've seen it. I take it back. I apologize. Rooker's in it. Okay, so I was right Ooh. the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Andy, why did you recommend this film? And uh, tell us all about the wonderful film Super. James Gunn is now known for making superhero films. This was his first one. And I would say, personally, his most interesting. Mm, that is an interesting take on that. <laughs> Are you going to agree <laughs> to disagree? agreed nor disagreed. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a more gritty. It's okay. It's budget Batman. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Sold. We know, budget we know how into budget Batman, Batman I am. <laughs> that sounds like a so... film in itself. Budget Batman. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie in like 10 years. So you'll be pleased to know. I think the clash are in the soundtrack. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. I can't remember much, but I do remember me going, this is different. <laughs> And then just leaving it there. But I can't remember yeah. how I kind of felt fully about it. But yeah, um, super. We'll watch it super in two weeks' time. See how it is. Penny loves an action superhero film. I can't see. I don't mind a superhero movie. What's the last, just, what's, what's the last one you saw? Uh, probably some Marvel bullshit. Thor, Love and Thunder, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit crap, to be fair. Which was bad, apart from the post-credits. Spoilers, Brett Goldstein. <laughs> oh, don't spoil that. Don't know if he's going to. Oh, be as if you anymore. haven't seen that bullshit film by now, come on. <laughs> Dan doesn't watch Marvel. I don't know. Super. Uh, I was. Gonna, I, was like, I don't mind superhero movies, but I think I'm all marvelled out. So it's. Uh, well, this is kind of this is not at all. This is not so like a yeah, Marvel not, film. No. Yeah, exactly. So maybe this will be great. Sure, we'll find out in two weeks. We'll find out in two weeks. Oh, God, you're <laughs> not what? filling me with hope. Ah, uh, but we're filling you with Domio Pizza. What's our social? <laughs> you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I'm at Penny underscore Photo Pit. I'm so going to be the first one that gets cancelled on this podcast. I'm at Dan Talks Lot. At Joyce is 21. I'm surprised that you thought it would be anyone else who would get cancelled first. You were close. I mean, we thought it was the me Miss for a Honey while. thing. <laughs> So, no, we were never close yeah. to encounter with that. Nah, I've had a few comments from some people going, uh, <laughs> "Did you know Andy's thing?" We're not cool anymore. We haven't had any beef. Yeah. Let's not try and start beef, though. No, I know we did. We didn't try and start any of the Let's beef start on casseroles. purpose. Dan did. That's true, but only with no brain. <laughs> I just like, like the famous musician once said. Let me entertain you. Good night, everyone. Yeah. What a horrible end. Yeah, Robbie Williams. Why? Are you more? Are you more take that fans then?
than anything. Or Jason. It was when I was seven. Do you know Jason left the band? (laughs) Yes. Is he the one that fucked Lulu? No. Mm, Who fucked? Mm, No. Yeah. Mm, Don't know. It was him or the other dirty looking one. Mm. What? Gary? (laughs) Mark? No, there was Gary and Mark and Robbie. And then there was Jason and the other one, wasn't there? Or was it? Yeah, there's Jason and then um, the Owen. other one. Was it Owen? No, that's no, Mark, Owen. Mark Owen. Oh, yeah, it's Mark Owen, yeah. Uh, it and he's going to look was, it um, Who fucked Lulu? Let's find out before we end. I don't think it was Jason. I think it was the Howard's. other one. Oh, yeah, Howard. Oh, Howard. It was Howard. Howard he fucked had Lulu? Howard fucked Lulu? How yeah, did Howard fuck was. Lulu? When he had dreads. No, maybe not when he had dreads. When he was cool? He's never been cool. How has Howard been cool? He's not. He's the one who I looks know. the least cool. He's the least memorable. Yeah, he's, exactly. Yeah. Fucking hell, Howard. What's your secret? 